What is Mario and Luigi's favorite musical? Mamma Mia! This is Taxi Dad. Johnny Spaz, welcome to Sexy Dad Jokes. Hey, Ben Jammin, what is a lone wolf gamer missing in his life? Hey there, Johnny Spaz, what is a lone wolf gamer missing? A pack, man. Oh, oh, <laughs> pack. oh no, 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 no. Nice one, Johnny Spaz. Thanks for not ghosting me. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, do you know what gamers use to make bread? Oh, interesting question. What do gamers use to make bread? Nintendo. Hello, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Nintendo. Hey, guys. Guys, why won't Mike Tyson play on PlayStation? Why? why? Because he's an ex-boxer. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, that's just... That's just my god. Hey, everybody! Hey, Scott 50's guy! Say, I went to see the Minecraft movie the other day. It was a total blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Square 50's guy, you're such a blockhead. Okay! All together now! Welcome! Welcome back to yet another episode of Sexy Dad Jokes. Back again to walk the walk, talk the talk, and pun the puns every way we know how. As always, I'm Ben Jammin, along with Johnny Spaz. Hello. Mers. Hello. Josh Richards. What's happening? And the ever-lovable Square50s guy himself, Richard Richards III Jr. And today, we embark on our first episode of what will be our first saga, if you will, of themed episodes. Now, can you guess what the theme of our first saga is, guys? I'll take a fart and bacon relations for 500, Alex. No, Johnny Spaz. Is it uh, the toxicity of corporate retail overlords? Now that ain't funny, Mers. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are talking about something that has become a basic part of life in today's modern world. Video games. <laughs> right. And boy, oh boy, there's quite a lot of talk about when there's quite a lot to talk about when it comes to connections between video games and toxic masculinity. Yeah, actually, funny enough, I do have a Square Fifties guy story that correlates well to what our shiny new saga is about. Yeah, I mean, if you want to hear it. Ooh, sure thing, Johnny Spaz. This should be good. Well, you see. It happened last week when I went to the video game store to go shopping for my niece. Oh, 
All right. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Halo. Definitely not. Hmm. Mario Kart? That might be a possibility. What else? What else? Let's see. Hmm. Farming Simulator? I want to play that. I guess you can say that anyone who plays that game really bought the farm. Hey! Rick Rickards! What are you doing here, man? How many times must we play this game, Spaz? It's Richard Richards the Third Jr. Not bad. Sorry, Richard. Maybe you should have a gamer tag over your head. <laughs> or you, you know, you don't you don't get it, do you? Not a clue, Spaz. <laughs> uh, never mind. But seriously though, what are you doing in a video game store, Richard? Well, Spaz, I've been hearing from every Tom, Dick, and Spaz about these so-called video games, and I needed to see for myself just what all the hullabaloo was about. Really? Well, what did you find out? I don't want to be a party pooper, Spaz, but I just don't see where the fire is with all these so-called games. All I've seen is people staring at screens for hours on end with little gizmos in their hands and not doing anything meaningful in the long term. What is the point, I ask? What is the point? <laughs> oh, Richard, video games are kind of new norm of entertainment. They're sort of like the game shows you watch on television, but you actually get to participate rather than, you know, shout out of the screen. Well, last I checked, Spaz, those quality game shows didn't have you brutally murdering your fellow competitors in cold blood. You simply were able to shove defeat in their face and take away the grand prize. <laughs> All video games are about violence. They can be games about building things or creating things that are, you know, fun to watch and enjoy. There's definitely more of a diverse quality when it comes to video games. Well, I don't know about you, Spaz, but I'd say you're no real man if you just build things on a silly screen like all these little anchor biters nowadays. <laughs> a man would be on his feet. A man, I say, would be on his feet building things with his bare hands and having afternoon highballs to celebrate a day's work. You're not productive if you're not sore in the knees from working the day away. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Richard, there's more than one way to be productive. You don't just have to do, uh, you know, be doing manual labor 24-7. There are games out there that champion creativity, that encourage people to push the boundaries of their imaginations and see fit and create something on a digital canvas for others to enjoy, you know, in the long term. Oh, you may have a point, Spaz. Maybe a create way to be a creative diplomat. But there's something that I can't quite put my finger on, Spaz. What's that, Richard? Just who, on God's green earth, are these video games made for? I mean, how, how do you mean? I mean, look at all these games with blue things and red sneakers. Or the games with some fat guy with a mustache and overalls. Really, these games are meant to sh to lure those non-lawn-abiding rugrats. But they shouldn't be playing those games. When I was their age, we played games differently. We'd be outside in the yard in two teams. 
one side was the good old red, white, and blue, and the other was the diabolical red menace. <laughs> the American side would hit those commies with hose water and send them packing. Those were the days of real days. Oh my gosh. Richard, this doesn't sound fun at all. Sounds more bath time at the penitentiary than playtime with friends. Sheesh. But, you know, since you asked, video games are made for all people, regardless of age, gender, race, or whatever, you know? Adults and kids can play all sorts of games, and it depends on what they are interested in, and the boundaries are set for the younger crowd. You know, there's a game for everyone, which is why there's a lot of games that are actually rated P for everyone. <laughs> In essence, the games are universal for kids from 1 to 92, and who knows, Richard, there may even be a video game just for you. Oh, spoken like a true diplomat, Spaz. Way to be a truth-seer with the high score. Not much of a beatnik, are you? Say, you know what? Maybe you're right. Spaz, maybe there is a video game out there for me, even if it's one I have to make myself. Good on you, Richard. Way to join in. Good luck on your video game adventures, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Square 50's guy does it again. Oh. Johnny Spaz always did her set him straight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not only we can set ourselves straight with technology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just have to get them interested in video games. That's true. Maybe there's a video game where you fight the Red Menace. I don't know. Oh. Like, Mike, like Mike Tyson, right? You could punch him out. Oh. Well, I mean, there was Wolfenstein. Alert. That was kind of a bit different. There's Wolfenstein, Fallout. There's there's certainly games out oh, there. Oh, boy. Red Alert. Mm -hmm. Red Alert. Yep. Red, Red Alert. Alert was yep. certainly. <laughs> yeah, man. Red Alert. I forgot about Red Alert. That was fun. Yeah. Good series, man. That's a trip on memory lane. Okay, we're back. We're back. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, Red Alert. Here we go. Yeah, where's the red alert? Where is it? Okay, okay. Ah, Square 50s guy. Will he ever learn? Okay, so today we begin our journey into the SDJ video game saga. Woo! <laughs> okay, to start off. What I'd love is for us to talk about our own relationships with video games. Uh, what do we love about gaming? Do we game? Uh, what games do we play currently? What games have we played? Um, I guess I can start us off. So my relationship with video games can be broken down into sort of three parts like my youth my young adult years and now <laughs> and, and now and, and now, now. <laughs> and, and now when you? you're completely omnipotent and completely translucent from the rest of the world <laughs> yeah hey, life's yeah. a video game <laughs> can you touch yep. tangible things in that state like 
Are you a ghost that can touch? Them? I mean, I, I, I'm a being of the sixth dimension. So sixth no, dimension. no, no. What happened okay. is that Ben has turned off all clipping. So he's just now completely moved on through the map and he's just somewhere else hiding in a mountain or something. <laughs> he's waiting to snipe us when we go waiting by. To snipe us. He's a camper. Ben's camping right camping. now. He's camping. Campers. Camping. He's literally sitting there with a sniper rifle and a hot dog with dirt on it. And he's just going camping. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. It's protein, though. Yeah, it's protein. Is it though? Is it though? It's, well, yeah, it's a lot of protein from a lot of different sources. Oh god. Hey, I got all the cheat codes. I bet uh, so you I can, do. I can do this all day. Up, up down, down, That's left, right, right, start, select, start. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was your early gaming like? Since yeah. we all know what your late gaming is like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so for me, uh, when I was a kid, the NES came out. And I, I'm, I'm old enough where I even played the old Atari systems back in the day. Like, I remember the E.T. game. Oh, my <laughs> worst God. Game ever. Which is like, yeah, considered quite possibly the worst game ever made. I remember that game. I liked too. it. Of course. And there was this little like block <laughs> pixel thing you have to go find. It was Reese's this... Pieces. <laughs> Reese I remember. Pieces. Yeah, and then and then you had to find the phone so you could phone home and his yeah. neck grew up, right? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can float. Yeah, it was yeah, crazy. Yeah. I should bust that out. But um You should bust that out. But the NES was like the game changer when that came out. And uh, and it was like a huge bonding thing with me and my dad. Like it was a thing that we did together. Uh, and we would play like, we would play the, the NES tennis game, like the NES brand tennis, yep. <laughs> like the basic okay. brand. Okay. Um, and it was like baseball. <laughs> I don't know if we did pong, which, but which no, no, no. I mean, the tennis was like pong. Oh yeah, yeah. You went back and forth. I I remember. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, what was the one you were just mentioning? The tennis, tennis, baseball. But baseball. I mean, the, all those basic games we played them all. Did you play RBI baseball? Yeah, I played bases loaded. Bases loaded. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bases. That had the oh, guy yeah, with the big good. bat on the front of it, like he swung through, and the bat was huge. Yeah, I mean, I'd eventually play, but like we did the just the basic NES baseball. <laughs> but it, it started to get interesting when I mean Zelda, and there was Mario that like that's basic, but Zelda was the one that really captured oh, our man. imaginations. Mm-hmm. Like just this open world you can explore, and it was just magic. Uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out was huge, uh, and. Remember the guy running? He'd run oh, yeah, he'd on be, the bicycle. And then the code would come up. And you'd yep. have to like run and write it down. Yeah, that was and that's a hard like I played that uh as an adult and it's like I can't I can't get past yep. Soda Popinski. Dude, <laughs> like, I, I cannot. Soda Papinski. I, totally I beat the got, game as a kid, but I can't do it as an adult. I totally got addicted to watching the playthroughs of Mike Tyson's Punch Out in like 10 <laughs> minutes. Some guy did it. I was like, oh my God. He would have been the, if you could like transport back to like 1988, he would have been the most popular person <laughs> in like the world. 
The OJ speedrunner, yeah. <laughs> yep. And then Mike Tyson himself is like, how, he's oh. so impossible to be, or Mr. Dream or what, whichever version you're playing. Yeah, mm. right. But he's just so fast. Uh, yeah, so those were my early days. Um, and then like Duck Hunt, you get the <laughs> version with the, the laser you gun. You gun right on the screen. Yeah, you go right up to the screen, right? You were one of those kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, I can do it. It's I'm right tired right. of the dog laughing at me. Oh, that, that, <laughs> Bastard. That, that literal. Oh, my gosh. Oh. So frustrating. Yeah. And then, uh, and so back in those days, it was like you needed to get the Nintendo Power magazine to be able yeah. to see oh, the level yeah. walkthroughs. Yeah. But there was no internet. Yeah, because oh. now you just Google it, right? It's ba mm. ba back in my day, we had Nintendo you Power. Subscription mm. on top of your video games, <laughs> or you had to pay a buck ninety nine, a buck ninety nine a minute, and call the Nintendo Power. Oh damn! Do you remember? Was it? I the forgot wizard? about that. Wizard? Was it the Wizard where they had the Power Glove for like? Yep. Oh, the Power <laughs> Glove. Oh gosh. <laughs> Nostalgia, man. Wow. I had a friend that had it and I got to wear it once, but I never got to really just once. Just once. Yeah, that is <laughs> that's kind of how it works. They made a whole movie about that. Like they hyped it. Was the it wizard. with the movie. Oh, oh, it was the wizard. That was what it was called. Yeah, it was I called Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. basically that. The oh, Infinity friend. Gauntlet. The gaunt that's right, Infinity Gauntlet. I was like, what is that thing called? <laughs> I think yeah. they ripped them off. That. Power Glove is still pretty cool, which is Power also Glove. the name of a band that does video game music. Started off like oh. YouTube. Oh, like nice! Over a decade. Shout ago. out to Power Glove. If you Google or on Sponsored YouTube, you type in Power Glove band. Yeah. They're super awesome. <laughs> Some love to Power Glove. They made the Mega Man Two ending uh, music, and I was like in heaven. And they did the Castlevania stuff. They did. Ooh. Like all kind of like great songs. They did the Power Rangers theme song um, related to the video. Game. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, so those those were my younger days, and a uh, lot of memories of just sitting there with my dad playing these games. Uh, <clears throat> and as a young adult in my twenties, um, I was really into like sports games, like Madden and just college football and. And I would, I would really um, deep dive into that, and just like the the sophistication of the football games really blew up right around then. Uh, but what happened was, uh, so I, I would play PlayStation a lot, and I was really into that. I think it was like PlayStation Two. Yeah, NHL hits. That's kind of the first video. Oh, I remember that. NHL hits, wow! And then NFL Blitz was the <laughs> that mm -hmm. was the N sixty four. But what happened? So I was like super into games, and then Guitar Hero came out, oh. and that's when I'm like, if I get this freaking game, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend all my time learning to play plastic guitar. And not spend any time learning to play or working on playing real guitar. <laughs> so that was like a turning point for me because uh, I sort of made a commitment like, okay, I'm going to stop gaming or like at least hardcore gaming.
mm. and spend my time on guitar, <laughs> on real guitar. Uh, so that's when I let it go and tried to focus on my band and music and more of that stuff. So that was a big turning point. And then flash forward to today where we have smartphones and we're surrounded by screens and tech. Now I play stupid games like words with friends and wordle on my phone. Oh no. Wordle. Um, sometimes I'll dust off a retro game like uh, Zelda link to the past or cause I've got like a retro console, um, and, uh, or an NES, NES game. Uh, and I, I cannot wait for breath of the wild too. Like I definitely binge mm. breath of the wild. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the la- that was the last game that wasn't an app on my phone that I truly binged was breath of the wild. Uh, and my son, Jack, he's super into like Fortnite and Minecraft and all these games. He's a massive gamer. Uh, and it's, it's sort of full circle. I, I played NES with my dad as a way to bond. And now today I play with my son, play or I game with my son as a way to bond. Uh, and then most recently, just yesterday, there, there's this real nerdy game called Nobunaga's Ambition. And it's it's a oh. NES game. It's set in feudal Japan. Like you get to uh, war with samurai and daimyo and become the shogun. And uh, it's a RPG strategy heavy war game. And oh, as a kid, me and my dad were just addicted to this game. And I just found this website where you can play NES games on your browser on your mm-hmm. phone. And I've been oh. looking for this game for years. I finally like, oh, I can just do it on my phone. So I like I've been binging that game all week, and I just beat it last night. So nice, unified yeah. Japan in 1598. No big deal. Right on. <laughs> no Time traveler. No biggie. How about y'all? What's your all relationship with gaming? Who wants to go first? It's complicated. It sounds like a Facebook status. Yeah, status. It, it is. <laughs> All right, mine's, games. mine's not complicated. I can sum it up in very quickly. I play games when I don't want to do anything else. Hmm. Yeah. And when I have time. Makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, I'm, I like Artaz stuff and FPS and, you know, that kind of stuff. But... I mean, I don't really get a lot of time these days, but it, it started in the early 80s or mid 80s when Nintendo came out. But Atari was the first video game I ever played. Hmm. And it was it was awesome, except for that E.T. game, <laughs> <laughs> which was the yeah. worst. I, was like, I put it in. I was like five minutes. Later, I was like, no. no. I was like, you should put this in. We couldn't even sell it at a yard sale. There's a wise mass grave of it in Nevada somewhere. Oh, yeah, that's a damn good reason. There's a grave, like the death pit of Ur. You did this. Mm -hmm. I like it for, uh, you know, sometimes I just need to kill aliens. Okay. (laughs) I need to kill things, and I do it in a video game, and everyone wins. It's it's good to let off steam, right? And, And focus your attention somewhere else so that you can ignore. To let off steam on steam. Yeah, let off steam on steam. Sponsor, not sponsor. (laughs) Not sponsored. (laughs) Pipe! 
Fight? Fight? <laughs> uh, no, I, I fight in video games. That's where I choose to fight, I suppose. Mm. You, yeah, say. I mean, you get out the aggressions. That's where mm-hmm. I, it's a good place for it, I find. Dr. Leichtenbergen! Mm-hmm. Oh, Street Fighter oh, 2. Oh, I, can... I was totally addicted to Street Fighter 2. Yeah, Street Fighter was a good game. It was a lot of fun. How about, how about you, Josh? Uh, for me, I mean, I was a I played video games my whole life. It started from I sort of like with Ben. I'm sure with a lot of people, I had a Nintendo system. My two games I played uh, consoles I had. I had a PlayStation One with a little screen, and then I had a Super Nintendo 64. It was this big blue box with a Pikachu embedded onto the onto the box, and like little cheeks would glow red and things like that. So, yep. <laughs> so I was a Nintendo kid for a while, but I've kind of been a a, a multi diverse gamer when it comes to the games I play and the consoles I use. I've got PlayStation and Xbox my whole life, the occasional PC game here and there in the Nintendo system. Um, as I've gotten older, there's not as many games as I would play as far as in quantity when I was younger. There was definitely more of a huge massive games i'd play on any given year i always looked at uh you know whenever like say a video game magazine came out or you know the big video game expos would be going live i'd be making a huge ass christmas list with like <laughs> 10 games on it and then I, or, as the years went on those 10 came down to about maybe three <laughs> right and so, you know, I, 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 I was beginning to, I guess, slow down in the kind of games I played, not really doing much of the, the fighting games anymore. I loved playing like Street Fighter 4 and Mortal Kombat and things like that, you know, but then and playing a lot of Sonic Boom. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I was also playing, you know, a lot of a, a lot more of the, you know, the aggressive games. So a lot of shooter games indie shooter games things like that i wasn't much of a call of duty guy which is ironic because i just now picked up call of duty vanguard for a really odd reason but now i have it um (laughs) but then uh nowadays it's more of i play a lot of games that are just allowing me to have a more relaxed experience i'm not looking to play games like elden ring and dark souls where it's just beating the shit out of you and you're it's you know a stressor you know, Sweat. all around. Get all sweaty. Getting all sweaty. It's like, well, I already have enough of a stressful job as is, right? And so I kind of just want to be able to pick up a game and, you know, other people, they come home from work and watch television. I come home from work and just escape into a digital reality and yeah, you know, do driving games and drive super expensive, you know, sports cars that I'll never be able to drive or purchase in my lifetime. But never say yeah. never, Josh. Never say never. But uh, you know, I'm what about uh, what about Goldeneye? Y'all, any of y'all played that? I played Goldeneye. I never played it. I didn't some, own a Nintendo, so I didn't play it much. Some, some friends here. Yeah. Oh, Goldeneye. Goldeneye. That's Sivine. Hey, Sivine. I remember playing that with my cousin, and I just, man, he's such a cheater. <laughs> That was like the OG first-person shooter game, right? Yeah, yeah. It, was yeah it was. It was right for Nintendo. N64, I thought. Yeah, it was. that one, and you had Doom. Those Doom. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, my games. It was always a lot more. Now it is a lot more of a relaxer game. It's something to just ease off the day more than anything else. And there's a lot less <laughs> gaming, you know, stuff that I buy nowadays and before. I Man, I still love games. I mean. 
my girlfriend and I will listen to video game music all the time. That's nice, chill, relaxed music. I mean, you wouldn't think they're from video games a lot of the time, but dude, check oh, out yeah. Power Glove, man. Yeah. I don't know if they're still around. There's some beautiful music on video games. Oh, God, yeah. Some of the best compositions are on early Nintendo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, I love it. What about you, Murs? Murs. Oh, yeah. I think the first game I... Let's see, not the first game I played, but um, a game that I remember is uh, Pitfall. Do y'all remember Pitfall? Holy crap. There's some Pitfall. So that was on Atari, right? Um, wow. What was another good one that I used to play on Atari? Another good one was uh, uh, River Raid, which isn't quite as well known as Pitfall, but there's River Raid for you. Oh. I mean, you can see. Shooter, look right? look at what they did for this box. It is amazing. <laughs> the, uh, this is the box you used to buy 70. the cartridge in. Oh hey, yeah, very rainbows out of it. You got rainbows coming off the tips of your jet. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. we can go further, but I'll leave it there. So then, uh, uh, that was Atari. Uh, I never, I owned a Nintendo, but I was like a freshman in high school, and I bought it on my own, and it was older or whatever. I don't remember. But this is the first game that I really, really fell in love with was Civilization. Uh, you can oh, see the American Admire Civilization. Yep, this is the original. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> you can see the Americans oh. captured Samarkand, uh, 64 gold pieces <laughs> plundered. And there is the uh, the American <laughs> army is right there, right? Uh, we conquered it even though it had walls. And uh, in the background, you can see the uh, Colossus. Now, it's funny that I just <laughs> said all those things, uh, but I learned a lot from this game. Um <laughs> It had a lot of good points to it. I actually went down to the Radio Shack. I don't even think those exist anymore. No. And uh, I went downtown, and I went in, and they had a Tandy set up, and it was playing Civilization. Or maybe it was a different computer, but I thought it was a Tandy. Um, mm. And I sat Commodore down and started 54. playing it. It might have been a Commodore. I'm not sure. And so somebody came in, and they asked me what I was playing, and I said, well, it's this game. They said, well, what does it do? And I started explaining all of the uh, taxation and the keeping your population happy and how much food you had to provide. There was a lot of math. It's basically a pretty spreadsheet. It has uh, a lot of graphics over a spreadsheet. And so they bought a computer, and the guy said, I can come back and play video games anytime I wanted to. So I got to go and play this game on a computer uh, in, in, when I was a kid in a radio shack, which was my only access to a computer at that point. So it was neat. Um, Whoa. That reminds me of uh, The Sims or SimCity. Yeah, I definitely got City. into that, and that I feel like that was a foundation for me going into like public policy because you think about managing your town and things like that. Uh, and then, of course, there's Oregon Trail. Like, did you all play those that game in school when you were a kid? There's an American Dad uh, parody to that. It's awesome. You have died of dysentery. <laughs> that was like one of my first experiences with a computer actually yeah man yeah shall i go grab my oregon trail shirt it literally has the little image on it of the oxen pulling the cart and it <laughs> says you have died of dysentery it's amazing. <laughs> my mom got it for me i love it <laughs> anything scared. else there Mers? Uh, yeah i mean i could go on and on about video games and how yeah. amazing they are do it um Let's let's do a little bit. So this is uh, Half Life. This changed the way games um, are done. It's awesome. I don't know why it looks like I'm in a disco, but 
That's cool. It's got a Stranger Things vibe. Is that yeah? Something's going on. I'm going digital. I'm going to become a video game soon. Over last um, yeah, Spaz just dropped out. I am in full on <laughs> disco mode. I love it. Uh, so here we have uh, Battlefield 2142 EA Sports. It's in the game. It's or in the game. EA Sports. It's pay to play. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Too real. Uh, you so lose. Exactly. You lose <laughs> all you your money. Oops, so you can see right up here that it says PC DVD, which I think is just hilarious that it says <laughs> DVD because you used to buy them on DVDs. I don't know what's going on. I might have to fix my video. Um, <laughs> it looks like you're doing game. it on purpose. It's, I think it, I am it's doing an it effect. on purpose. It is an effect. <laughs> we got uh, a comment from Chad Smith on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so if you're wondering why you can't see me <laughs> and why Mers Mers's head is doing a little disco dance, yeah. it's because we're old and we don't understand technology, okay? Yeah, that's yeah. the basic of it. That <laughs> Speak is the for basic. yourself. I can barely make my video games run. Uh, so this is a first-person shooter called uh, Day of Defeat. It's on the Half-Life engine, and it was the Nazis versus the Allies, and you can see the... Mm. Nazi helmets there, and it's a first-person shooter, which I love, but not as much as I love the the games like Civilization VI, uh, mm. also mm. Um, Hearts of Iron IV, which I've put in like 2,500 hours on in three or four years. Cool. Uh, David, you remember David from the plays, uh, Square 50s guy, Josh? He, he got me into the game, and it's... I've, oh, I've okay. spent... I've spent more than a full-time one year at a full-time job on it. So, you know, I like it a lot. Oh. <laughs> Heart, Hearts of Iron 4 is like my jam. I don't oh. know. It's amazing. I uh, love that game. Love that game. So, yeah, I think that uh, some of the some of the stuff that we haven't quite hit on yet is uh, like, um, what do you call that? We, uh, we did kind of say a little bit about it. Like, is video games mindless entertainment? Well, is it any more mindless entertainment than watching the Super Bowl, right? I mean, is it any more mindless entertainment than watching, I don't know, uh, uh, is it cake, which is super popular on Netflix right now? Hmm. I, I think it's just the same type. It's not the same type of mindless entertainment. Actually, there's a lot more interaction. You have to think a lot more. Um, I think people that I, I would say that I use it when I need mindless time, but I wouldn't call it the act of doing it. It, uh, it mindless. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like, I, I think it's great for when I need to just, I just need one thing that's not life for a minute. Well, it allows me to focus is one nice thing. Like I don't, I'm not focusing on anything negative other than, Oh, that guy just shot me or, Oh, I just lost my battalion or whatever. Right. Um, and that kind of negative thought is easy to let go of because you know it's not real. Whereas reality kind of sucks, and sometimes you can't let those thoughts go. So video games kind of fill that, fill that 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 space of thinking about you know what may be not happy in life right then. Decompression. Um, yeah. Oh, for sure. Video games are decompression. Uh, some people go home and have a couple of beers and a smoke and watch some TV. I go home and I play video games. Sometimes I have a couple of beers and a smoke too, but. Um, that's yeah. what I do to go home and, and decompress. Uh, yeah, I think 
some people say they make you stupid. And I'm like, I disagree with that completely. Plus there's been a lot of studies to the contrary. Like yeah, there's that, like the whole thing with does TV and all that. Does TV violence make you violent? No. Statistically speaking, no. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or else we'd all be more violent, which isn't yeah, exactly. happening. I, violent I think- people might be in, you know, I, I don't know. There's, there's a, that's a whole nother thing. But yeah. Or, I, yeah. The I don't think violence. they make you stupid and, yeah, you know they they can be addictive. Well, they certainly are. The uh, World Health Organization, I think. Uh, yeah, the WHO. Who? Yeah, who exactly? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you too, Bono. Bono, that's who. Uh, what? Kids don't like, know. We who can't. Bono. We can't just keep this going. I mean, I thought <laughs> yeah, that was what the point was. Uh, they classified gaming disorder as a problem in 2018. Um, it. It's a condition in the 11th International Classification of Diseases. So the World Health Organization has classified gaming disorders as, a, as an issue. Um, I think it's similar to like when you have OCD. You can have very functional OCD, right? And it's not a disorder where you have to turn on the light five times or whatever, but it doesn't stop you from going to work. So it really depends on whether or not it interferes with your day-to-day life, your day-to-day relationships. Um, and I don't really know that much about OCD. I just figured that was something that if it interferes with your everyday life, and I always think of OCD, like if you have to turn on and off the light 20 times, you might not make it to work on time. Like if you have to play the video game in the morning before you go to work, I know I am going out of control here. I love it. The clinical term is maladaptive. Maladaptive. There you go. Do what you love. So I think that's a lot of what has to do with like everybody how somebody relates, what's your attitude towards gaming? Um, I think we could get into some toxicity in gaming, but I don't think that's where we want to go with this part of it since we're just kind of introducing. Yeah. I mean, a lot uh, of the, a lot of the discussions about, you know, do video games induce violence and the toxicity around the gaming community, the gaming industry, streaming games, all that. We're set. We're actually going to be going into a much bigger deep dive in yeah. our next episode uh, coming out in the next uh, few weeks. So that's definitely going to be a hold on to your horses uh, topic to be sure. I think I, I think I uh, agree with um, Johnny in that, uh, or Ben and Johnny, my video, my gaming has changed. Um, it used to be what I did all day, every day that I wasn't at work. Like as soon as I got home, that's what I did. Unless we were having a party or something. Right. Um, and, and I, then think it, I think if somebody wants to do that, I don't think there's any problem with that. And I don't think if other people have judgments based on something that they don't like, and it's just like this, it's the same thing with anything else. People don't like something. So they want to stop it for everybody else kind of thing. Or right. Whatever. I don't know. You get into that whole domain of people that think video games make you stupid tend to be the same type of people that don't want kids to play video games and, Right. Allow it for whatever reason, you know. I think that's too blunt of a take. I think it's just easier to 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 demonize the whole the whole world of gaming rather than engage in the nuances of it all. A challenge for me as a dad, I have a my boy just turned thirteen this week, and uh, Jack, he's super into gaming. He loves. He's played Breath of the Wild with me, uh, but he's really into Fortnite. Um, 
and yeah, a bunch of those games. And my challenge with him is, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ban him from gaming. That's not at all what my position is, but it's like, sometimes it's, it's like, he's so caught up in his little screen, his device and the life is happening all around him. Like, you know, I want to go take my daughter for a walk and I want him to come along, but he's too engrossed in his game to spend time with his family. And, and so what I'm trying to figure out is like, how do I, bring balance to the force with mm. with this uh and what are what are the i mean i i think there's a lot of good that comes with gaming like it's actually helped me develop hand-eye coordination where i'm like i'm really good uh in, in catching the ball so I, i'm a goalkeeper um i was a receiver in uh high school uh football team i can do that well and i attribute a lot of that to gaming and and so and also you learn strategy you can um uh you you experience life in a way that you wouldn't be able to other otherwise and it's a bonding instrument so i i totally believe in in video games but on the other hand it's like too much of anything is not good. Like right. You always got to have balance in life. And so what are the boundaries and limits that I place on Jack and his gaming and his screen time? And, um, that, and that's something I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to that. Yeah. Uh, I kind of just play it by feel. I don't know. You know, I, I don't have a hard strict rule about X number of hours a day or whatever. Um, but <laughs> so sometimes so. he gets caught up in the screen and he starts to rage and then it's like, okay, dude, it's time to take a break. So yeah. What do you all think? Well, I, I so we do a, we do an hour break and a two hour break, um, depending on the day. Right. So if there's, if there's no socialization after school, like sports or whatever, then it's a two hour break after school so, at some point. Um, and then a one hour break after school for the 11 year old. So that's kind of what we do. Uh, if after school activities are going on extracurricular something, right. Then it's an hour. You have to take an hour, you know, like brush your hair, brush your teeth, take a shower, do your chores, take out the garbage, just standard stuff that if you're in the middle of a video game, and you're not paying attention. All of a sudden it's time for bed. Mm-hmm. And so you got to take that break to do the reality stuff. And sometimes um, it can be time for work and you're like, Oh no. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't have to take a break. Well, I mean, I do, but no, I don't I'm saying, like you realize it's time for bed. Then you go so long that you're like, Oh crap. I gotta go. I gotta leave for work in an hour. Oh yeah. I've done that, <laughs> but I, I haven't done that recently. Right. I haven't done that in probably five years. So, but I did used to do that all the time when I was working at like Fred Meyer. <laughs> I would stay up and I'd be like, Oh no, <laughs> I got to go to work in two and a half hours. This is not good. So who is this guy? Who's uh, I wanted to talk about Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Leroy <laughs> Jenkins. Oh, Leroy Jenkins. What about a case study in toxic masculinity, which is what we're. Well, I think that, uh, uh, You've got Leroy Jenkins um, is is a is a funny moment where you have a whole bunch of people 
together. This is what I remember about it. I don't really know the whole story, but you've got all these people together. They're going to go beat the final boss, basically. It's in World of Warcraft, and it's an instance, but just for sake of argument, you've got 15, 20 people, something like that. They're all grouped together, and each one of them has a job. So some of them are healers, some of them are fighters, some of them are arrow people that are going to shoot down like the bats or the bad birds or whatever. So Leroy Jenkins is, I think, a tank. He's, he's a fighter. He's going to go in and fight this monster. And they're all sitting there getting ready. And so when you get ready, you have to go like, okay, you get all the heal ready. You get all the arrows ready. Make sure you have fire arrows. Make sure you have anti-cold and all sorts of stuff. So they're all doing that. And they're all getting ready. And there's a specific moment when you should go attack the boss. And that specific moment is when the leader says, one, two, three, go. And so they're all screwing around and doing their thing, getting all their spells and potions and weapons ready to go fight the boss. And one guy from the back just charges in and goes, Leroy Jenkins, straight to the boss. Yeah. And that causes the whole event to start and everybody's not ready. And they get massacred. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they all get massacred or just Leroy Jenkins. No, no. Yeah. So oh, they all did. They all did. I mean, I, I looked this up recently. I mean, so yeah, it wasn't actually a boss. It was just the beginning of a raid, but it was a nearly impossible mission, right? Where right. every enemy could almost one shot kill anyone on the team. Yep. And so they're trying to just basically get their strategy down. Where okay, we're going to do this. You try and do some debuffs and you try and pick out the guys here and there and you take all the damage and you focus fire here. And while they're coordinating, this guy just goes, all right, head enough of this. Because <laughs> he just charges in. And no one's like, what the fuck? And then they just had to go in. And then, Oh, yeah, that's right. They all did run in right behind him. Because it's like, right oh, no. He just charged in. And then it was a massacre. It was an absolute massacre. <laughs> and he was the whole thing. He was the first viral video before there were viral videos. videos, Go ahead. Yeah, no, go for it, man. I actually got a, I got a clip here. We got to watch this. Awesome. Awesome. Let's, let's witness history here. Okay, guys. uh, These eggs have given us a lot of trouble in the past. Uh, Does anybody need anything off this guy or can we bypass him? Uh, I think Leroy needs something from this guy. Oh, he he needs those devout shoulders. Doesn't isn't he a paladin? Yeah, but that'll help him heal better. He'll have more mana. Christ. Okay. Uh. Well, what we'll do? I'll run in first. Uh. Gather up all the eggs. So we can kind of just you know blast them all down with AOE. Um. I will use intimidating shout to kind of scatter them so we don't have to fight a whole bunch of them at once. Uh, I think it's a pretty good plan. We should be able to pull it off this time. Uh, what do you think, Abdul? Can you give me a number crunch real quick? Uh, yeah, give me a sec. I'm coming up with 32.33, uh, repeating, of course, percentage of survival. Oh, that's a lot better than we usually do. Uh, All right, thumbs up. Ready, guys? Let's or- do this. Leroy Jenkins! Oh, my God, he just ran in. Save him! Oh, gee, stick to the plane! Oh, gee, let's go, let's go, let's go. Stick to the pledge, Jeff. Stick to the plane. Oh, gee, oh, f***. Give me the mind intervention. Hurry up. Shout out. I can't I can't move. Am I lagging, guys? I can't move. What the, what the hell? I can't hear you. Oh, my God. The eggs keep spawning. More spawning. I don't think you can cast with that shit. Oh, my God. Shout out. We got him, we got him. I got it, I got it. Come on, let's pick it up. Come on, let's pick it up. God damn it, Leroy. 
God damn it. You, 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 at least I have chicken. Not chicken. <laughs> oh, that's so great. So think about everything that's going on there, right? Especially like when they fast forward it. How long is your patience to listen to that guy go, okay, here's what we're going to yeah. do. We're all going to debuff, buff, buff, debuff, but yeah. debuff. And I'm going to go first. And I don't know. Oh, Christ. We got to go in there for Leroy, right? There's so much socialization happening in that moment. So the disappointment that they have to go fight this boss that they normally would just bypass but because of Leroy, who then attacks, oddly enough, he's the guy they're going for, and then he attacks. I it just it's and then too he, good. It's it is. It's just like if you're sitting there in the huddle in football and the guy grabs the ball and goes, no, I'm, done, I'm done listening. I'm done listening to the plan. He goes up and he snaps it. Just, just try to do a hairmeyer pass. Yeah. You know, right. as, as long as I've known Ben, I feel like that would be a Ben move. <laughs> Well, just for fun, like the guy that just goes all out right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I lagging? Oh, I can't even wind. move. Ah, what's well, it's, what's funny too is the whole reason they were doing the raid was to help Leroy because right. to get more mana or whatever. To get better armor. No, it so looked like they were these... discussing whether or not to skip this enemy or whether they could try and sneak around him, but Leroy needed an item from this enemy. <laughs> right. Because they're going to continue going further into the raid. I almost think it was the two of them trolling. Like the two people that were talking about Leroy, there was his buddy that said, no, I think Leroy needs it. And then when Abdul or whoever the guy was said, give me a numbers check. And he goes, 32. Yeah. Three, 33. Three Repeating, of course. of course. You mean one third? Because that would be 33.33333. Which yeah. I don't know if that was a joke either. Like the whole thing could just be a, a mock. Could not even well, be real. So... I did just research this. Yeah. And I hate to be that guy. This is the ripping off the bandage. Santa Claus ain't real. I just <laughs> this just came out two years ago. So a whole 12 years after the video was uploaded, Ben Schultz, who made and played the Leroy Jenkins character in WoW, came clean and confirmed that it was a staged gimmick. So yep. we basically had a World of Warcraft WWE run-in gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> But it inspired <laughs> a whole generation of memes and conversation for well over, as they pointed out, 12 years of just yeah. that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, gimmicks wouldn't be funny if there wasn't a hint of truth. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, that, that, that's why we all accepted it, right? Yeah. And I mean, just watching the whole thing again, I was like, oh, yeah, that doesn't quite seem right. But that's exactly what jerks do online, right? They go, okay, hey, and then their buddy goes, no, we, we have to go in there, eh, 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 yep. wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And then after they sit there and try to set it up, your whole point was to screw up their day, right? Those two guys was to mess up the run. Right, but it was all fake. I doubt that everybody knew that it was being faked. I bet you three or four of them did not know it was being faked. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Right? Hey, yeah, uh, they they said they were trying to make a statement about net neutrality. That's mm -hmm. what they were going for. And there's actually a YouTube video of them rehearsing this scene. So really? Yeah. Net neutrality. I had never knew ago, really. any of that. Yeah. Net well, net neutrality has been on the chopping block forever. So oh, I know. 
Yeah. But what's interesting to look at this as a case study is, you know, we, we on this show at Sexy Dad Jokes, we talk about toxic masculinity. And on the flip side, rather than talking about what's wrong about being a man, let's talk about how do, how do we do it right? What's the right way to be a man? How do we become better men? And I like looking at Leroy uh, Jenkins as a case study uh, because I think we can learn a lot from Leroy on what what's good and what's bad. So I'm curious on what y'all's take is. Here's mine. Uh, I, here's what I like. I think it takes courage to just run in, be sort of the canary in the coal mine, <laughs> the the first boots on the ground. You know, you got to be sort of fearless and decisive to just be like, ah, screw it. I'm going in, y'all. People don't know how many times I saved the world. <laughs> right. And um, maybe perhaps on some level, he, uh, well, we know it was staged, but on some level, maybe there's sort of this, like, this is just a game. I don't give a rat's ass. We're just here to have fun kind of mentality. So I think that's what I like. What, What's a little problematic, Leroy put his tribe at risk, right? Uh, and they all got massacred afterwards. So there's sort of that, that fake. <laughs> like it's a real, we're, we're equating this to real life. His tribe got massacred. <laughs> I, I mean, it. I love it. yeah, That's I mean, cool. if we're bought into this. Uh, and there's a little fake alphaness going on. Uh, this whole, like, uh, the wolf pack doesn't look to dominate uh the wolf pack looks to protect the tribe and rather this than this like lone wolf type uh and yeah and then it was just funny that they were there in the first place just trying to help him right. and then he and they it led to their massacre so what what's your all's take uh yeah i uh, if it's if it were real, I go, yeah, that happens all the time in video games, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody screws it up for everybody. Um, and there's lots of trolls and lots of jerks out there uh, that do by far worse than drag your group in. They, they, they bully and say terrible things and everything else. But that didn't happen in this. Other than, like, I, I think those two were working together, which they obviously were. Um, and so that part, I kind of go, ah, it's, that's a jerk move. But I don't know. That's also part of playing football at recess, right? Huh. Somebody grabs their ball and goes home or somebody says you can't play or you get picked last or uh, you, you're the smaller one. So you get pushed around a lot more. Um, yeah. All those things happen. And Story part of, of yeah, but part of growing up is, is handling that happening to you, right? Like, like the emotions that come with it and, and how you should act towards others as well. So I think that, in this, it, it shows like, well, I don't want to be the like I like to kid around and tell jokes online all the time and screw with people and be sarcastic and and play little pranks. But and, and I don't know if that is a prank that I would play. Like I'm gonna run in there. Uh, I don't know that I would expect everybody to follow me in there either, right? Like, <laughs> no, you guys should have just let me die. I would have caught up with it. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, it's a funny, it's a funny moment in gaming history, I guess. Yeah, it's a funny moment, and now that we know it's staged, it kind of takes away sort of the, the mythos, if you will, or the right. initial thought processes about the event. But even still, I mean, if you look at it just from a storytelling of you have a guy who just charged right in, breaking protocol, 
if you will, just to try and do something. And then in the end, doing that, taking a big risk. And then ultimately, as we saw, unfortunately, those poor souls were massacred <laughs> in front of our very eyes. <laughs> Again, um, it, with that Only narrative. To back. Hmm? <laughs> Only to respawn. Only to respawn, yeah. Outside. But with that, it, it, there can be that sense of, you know, there's a, you know the idea of the toxicity of just charging in and doing something without actually really thinking about mm. repercussions and thinking mm -hmm. about whether or not it's the right thing to do. We've seen that a lot throughout, you know, history, especially within the last two years or so. Mm. And uh, I do apologize if you guys are hearing any sort of graveling sounds from my from my mic here. Apparently, there's doing construction next door. Uh, <laughs> You're but hungry, huh? You're hungry. I am hungry. Yes, <laughs> I'm a hungry boy. But um, that's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I think that overall, I mean, when it comes to that message of, you know, is it the right thing to just charge it and do it? Uh, you know, if you try to actually do it as they were doing, the running the calculations of survival chances, <laughs> it probably doesn't turn out too well for you. Um, and I think that, you know, as a real, a real man, as we talk about on the show, it's always good to try and, uh, you know, really think about your actions before taking them. We just had our last episode where we talked about Will Smith. Yeah. He didn't mm. think about what he was about to do. He just went up and did right. it. And then look at That's what's happened. Good... Right. And so we've seen that again throughout all of history, you know, in wars and, you know, sporting events, so on and so forth. I mean, we, how many times have we seen somebody in like in a soccer game, just a fan just sporadically just run out into the field, right, just to get attention with minimal clothes uh, on as possible, right? How many times have we seen that? They didn't really think about what was going to happen afterwards. They just did it. And that's probably not the best way to go about living life. If you just go in head first um, and not really think about the repercussions, uh, you better be ready to deal with the consequences, it's a double mm. entendre right there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Think about the consequences. Mm. Leroy. Leroy. Leroy Jenkins. Leroy, you are the father. <laughs> <laughs> Mori well, Povich is off the air, isn't he? Yeah. Didn't he just go off the air? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, I got to tell you, fellas, my life was, was ruined by my obsession with video games. Fortunately, I had another two lives. <laughs> oh. You know, like, it makes me think of uh, um, playing makes me think. many. It makes me think of playing too many hours on a specific game, and you know, my girlfriend told me that our relationship was over because I was spending too much time playing games. I think it may have been my destiny to break mm. up with her. Your Destiny 2? Was that the game that you were obsessed with? <laughs> yeah. Well, so uh, Ben, and I guess Johnny as well, I mean, you guys are both musicians. Um, you play instruments and you've been in a band together. And, um, you know, I, I thought about this actually just recently. And, you know, I found there's actually one commonality between PC gamers and musicians. You know what that is? What? No. Their fans are too loud. You lose. Respawn! Respawn! 
Why is uh, French Mario so good at predicting the future? Why? I don't know why. He uses his Luigi board. <laughs> Luigi board. It sounds like a sounds like a take from Phasmophobia, which is a great game, by the way. Yeah. Speaking Fuck of that. Mario, why why doesn't Mario like to use the internet? He's afraid of browsers. <laughs> uh, what is a second developer's favorite drive-in restaurant? I don't know. Sonic. Uh, uh, I think it's your food fast. Mm -hmm. There you go. <laughs> my oh, my gosh. Well, this has been a, a great conversation. Merz, did you have something you wanted to say? Well, yeah, I, I mean, we've talked a lot about video games, which, of course, I love. Um, the impact they have on us and whether they are good or bad for people. Hmm. And uh, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It got me thinking. Hmm. And I, I think I have some insight or wisdom, if you will, that I think would really help put a lot of people's minds into perspective and hmm. perhaps give them some inspiration in some way. Hmm. Um, if you wouldn't mind sharing, of course. Mers, Mers, my man, Mers, my bearded brother from another mother. We have known each other for so long now. And throughout all this time, I've seen you grow more and more into, into your own. To put it in combination with what we've been talking about today, I've yeah. seen you grinding away over and over to, uh, I don't know, uh, improve yourself and have you level up as a real man. <laughs> level <laughs> oh my man. God. And now I'm just in awe. And now I think more than ever, you are truly becoming the mold of what a real man can be way more than Leroy Jenkins ever was. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. So the, just the fact that you want to share something that might not might, but will change the world for better on this show right now. I couldn't be more proud. So please share away Mersel. Well, you know how wide you understand. You know why no one plays Xbox in Pennsylvania? <laughs> why? Because it's always Sony in Philadelphia. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> Kick him from the group. <laughs> you have been banned from the server. Damn it, Mers, you got Damn us report, again. Report, report. <laughs> it's a dumpster oh. fire. Dumpster fire. Oh, wow. It's going to take me a while to recover from that. Oh, goodness. Well, I wonder if our old friend Square 50s guy ever found that perfect video game. Yeah. Not only did I find the perfect video game, then, my boy, 
but I created the perfect video game too. Oh. It's a game where you play as an honest to God American milkman who has to jump and dive his way through a commie infested kingdom <laughs> to save the smooth, mild Chesterfield princess. I call it Super Milky Brothers. Coming soon. Oh my God. Super Milky Brothers. They're going to make two movies. They're going to make two movies too. The smooth. Smooth, Chester mild Chesterfield princess. Coming <laughs> oh, infested god. kingdom. Oh my god. Any final words there, fellas? Oh uh, god. Butt cheeks? Oh. Butt cheeks. <laughs> oh. Uh, this has been episode one. level one of the. Oh. This episode? has been level one of the video game saga and episode 12 of Sexy Dad Jokes. And uh, we're going to be uh, coming at you with a couple more episodes uh, on the topic of video games. There's so much to unpack. We can't possibly do it all in one episode. That's what she said. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your patience with our technical difficulties. We're old. No apologies on our end. Nope. Uh, and uh, yeah, we will see you all next time. All your data belong to us. Hopefully, we'll you'll be able to see all of us. Yay! Thanks for listening to episode 12 of Sexy Dad Jokes. Please like and subscribe and visit sexydadjokes.com to get some awesome t-shirts, mugs, and other merch. That'll be sure to get you and your people talking. Celebrity characters depicted in this show are not affiliated with Sexy Dad Jokes materials used in this episode of criticism, comment, news, reporting, teaching, scholarship, or research. Until next time. All right. <laughs> SexyDadJokes.com Do it. <laughs>